Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello. Hello, Ben. Hey. It's just hey. two of us Yeah, just the two. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple of weeks of having guests, we thought we'd just hang out, chill out together. Mm, very nice guests. Very yes. Yeah. And the deal mm. is still in Canada. He is back next week? No idea. I don't know. Now that Brexit isn't happening, he may be back, but... (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) So, Lucy, what are you going to drink this week? Uh, This week, I am going to drink a beer that I've had before. Okay. It's been a while. Um, This is from Magic Rock, because I'm still selling out. Um, It's called Grower Owned. It's an IPA might have seen it before it's been around for quite some time um the malts are golden promise wheat malt and aromatic malt the hops are t90 cascade citra mosaic and simcoe slash cryo tm (laughs) citra mosaic and simcoe um yeast is wlp 066 london fog ale uh it's six percent abv yeah, that's pretty much it. It's in a 500ml can. Nice. I would imagine mm. it's still a beer that's um, been out before the acquisition, or at least before the acquisition was yeah. made public, I suppose. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how anything, you know, whether it is just a case of, we own you now, so everything that you make, irrelevant of whether mm. it was brewed yesterday or before or whatever, goes mm-hmm. now, you know, to whatever that split will be. So, you know, maybe you haven't quite sold out quite yet yeah it's been around for probably last year maybe i think i had it first so for all the listeners it's in that it's in a like lime green and like little splashes of dark green uh can Mm. i've definitely seen it about seen it in the box shop Mm. seen it posted on social media and things from people enjoying it yeah maybe the latter half of of last year maybe six months or so perhaps yeah i think the name meant something um particular that i'd have to google that (laughs) not anymore they've been acquired yes um people who haven't been acquired or so i would come to believe unless things have happened that i don't know about i don't know about everything um i'm having a coloration from wylam and other half is there music in your dreams it's a 8.2 percent double ipa Uh, and the hops are ella t90 citra cryo Idaho 7 T90 and Denali T90. It says it's got barley, gluten and wheat. Doesn't tell me about the yeast or the rest of the malts. So there we go. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, this one uh, on their website, it says it was an IPA collaboration with Yakima Chief uh, of uh, Hop Union. Yeah, so it's a collab beer. Yeah, they use lupulin powder and a dry hop. Uh, yeah, super fruity, a little aromatic malt, and some wheat was added to the mash. Mm. Smooth out the mouthfeel. Yeah, just looking at it when I poured it, I mean, it's completely hazy. Nothing yeah. coming out. It's a beautiful colour, um, like light orange. Um, very, very, very light amber. Um, the head, I mean... The head like kind of changed consistency. It was very frothy and like foamy to to begin with, and now mm. it's bubbles are a bit bigger. It's a bit a uh, bit more watery head. It's it's dissipated quite quickly. Yeah, um, it was a good two finger when I poured it, and now it's probably half finger now. That's interesting. Just that in, that initial pop, that initial carbonation, mm. which has kind of given that um yeah real fizz to it, I suppose. Yeah. So when they were saying, oh yeah, it looked uh. When it says it's got a smooth mouthfeel to it, it definitely looked that as si- like that as soon as he poured it out of the can. Mm. Looks like that juice bomb. But nice. now it looks like it's going to be a little bit lighter, which is nice. 
That's good. Mm. That's good. Doesn't, um, doesn't look too dissimilar to yours. Does I know. It? I was just yeah. Mm. As soon as you started saying it, I thought uh, actually mine may be a little bit paler. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a little Slightly. more sort of straw. It doesn't quite have mm. that orange tinge to it. It's a little more sort of yellowy straw kind of colour. Um, the notice as soon as I cracked that beer, I could just mm. get hit with the yeah. with the hops. Yeah. Um, lovely, lovely fruit flavour there. But there seems to be just like a, a little kind of sweetness in that nose mm. as well. Maybe that's just coming mm. through from that from that slightly sweeter fruit, perhaps. Maybe maybe yep. it's going to be a bit more stone fruity. I don't know yet. Mm. I don't know. But it's almost got no head whatsoever no, no. on there. <laughs> um, I've poured too much in to see whether it laces much. But it sort of it does a little bit. I can see that mm. in a minute. But it, there wasn't much head at all when I poured it either. Yeah. Um, so this doesn't have that change in consistency as yours does mm. oh, but it's just got such a lovely nose just yeah. such a nice mine too definitely getting like like passion fruit like really mm. really strong passion fruit Ooh, that's Ooh. lovely and um yeah orange mango mm. yeah this is a proper proper smelling beer you know nice this is what you flavor. want your ipa to smell like mm. i haven't tasted it yet how those yours? Oh, I've, I have to <laughs> savoring the aroma. It's <laughs> like I've taken two big swigs already. I mean, it's mm. really nice. You're getting that tropical fruit, but it is a little bit danker, perhaps. It doesn't quite hit you as, mm. say, like a juice bomb would. Um, and it's got such a good bitterness to it. Like, I don't mm. know if that's what sort of other half have brought along, you know, that sort of like West Coast bitterness. Yeah. To to the beer, but that's absolutely lovely. That bitterness is lingering as well. Super super easy to drink. Um, mm. Could be could be stone fruits in there. I don't know. It's one of those where you sort of you start to get a sense of what the different flavors are, and that bitterness just sort of like sweeps in mm -hmm. and just takes over, and then lingers and lingers and lingers. And that is the sort of like the memorable part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, that that's the thing that's kind of jumped out to me the most about this. That there is definitely a nice beer in there, which I would imagine without that heft of bitterness would still yeah. be a very pleasant beer to have. But that bitterness just makes this like next level completely. Yeah. Uh, do we have the same beer? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very much like that as well. Like really? Yeah, the bitterness on this. It's so bitter, and it's you know we love our bitterness, so mm. that's not a bad thing around these parts. Um, yeah, it's so bitter that it's like it's like half dry and half not. It's like it's the bitterness yeah. just makes it feel so dry, and that it, the bitterness has a really, really, really long tail. I mean, it's still there, and it's still really strong. Sometimes it mm. like dissipates slowly, but now it's like really, really strong, and. You know what a deal always, you know, leads to. It's like when it's so bitter, it's like you just want to take another swig of it just to yeah. try and quell that bitterness. But the same thing happens over again when you take another swig. But um, mm. the fruit is the fruit's very much there at the front, and just because of that, it's so fruity. Like all those tropical hits as well. Mm. Just because of that fruit, it just bounces so well with the bitterness at the end, where it doesn't feel like. Oh my god! I'm in like the Sahara, and it's like proper drying you out. It's, yeah. You can still don't need to take another sip. It is quite dry, but it's it's not to the point where it's like, oh my god, I need another sip. You can just happily sit there with bitterness. I, I I feel exactly the same about this. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the back of my um the back of my mouth, my the back of my throat is getting dry, mm. but sort of like the tip of my tongue is still sort of sated. Yes. Still a little absolutely. bit of wetness, kind of like yeah. right at the front to just kind of allow that lingering sort of taste and i'm mm. sort of getting a little bit more of the fruits now maybe a little bit of melon going on in there as well mm -hmm. at the moment um definitely a stone fruit but i cannot pick out what that is in there yeah um but it just kind of mellows into that just just before that mm -hmm. bitterness just kind of sweeps through yeah um and absolutely yeah like nice as you're saying nice like and smooth as you're saying, like, is that the back of your mouth which is dry? Mm. It's like the front, like, like the hoppiness on this is yeah. it's just it's still on your tongue slightly. So that that kind of gives it that, oh, uh, you know, 
you're back in your mouth like salivating it's like oh, i need more but it's like oh yes the fruit and the hops are still at the front so yeah, yeah. perfect balance yeah you're saying yours are smooth yeah yeah it is smooth it's got a little mm. bit of light carbonation to it so when you mm. sip it you get that slightly very very slightly viscous mm. kind of feel and that carbonation kind of like comes in with the flavor and probably yeah. just pushes that fruit flavor just that little bit more mm. uh, but so so easy i would imagine that this would be gone before we've even finished talking <laughs> about the first thing we're going to talk about yeah yeah it's too easy Mine's... dangerously so what was it eight percent eight point two percent so mine's only six so Ooh. i'm i'm cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah mine's uh less smooth in the mouth but that's probably because just like so much hoppiness is going on so mm. it's not really that juice bomb where it's just like the hot the carbonation the hops barely even feature sometimes okay. in juice bombs but this one yeah you're getting you know what you expect from like an ipa like that hoppiness mm. the fruit and the bitterness so yeah really really well balanced nice mm. nice oh two good beers well we don't even need to talk about video games that we? we could just jump so yeah no yeah enjoy our beers. yeah yeah. <laughs> we should probably talk about something, though. Or we just do like you would do at the pub. Grab your pint, sit quietly, nurse it <laughs> a little bit, not talk to anybody. No. Hide in the corner. That's generally <laughs> not. what I do. Lucy, let's yeah. talk about something. What games yeah. have you been playing? Um, I haven't really played much since we last spoke. Um... Mm. I haven't finished Bastion yet. I'm going to get back to it eventually. Yeah. Um, I realised that Picross 3 was coming out on the Switch today, which I've already bought. Um, <laughs> so I had Picross 2 to finish. It's like, oh, I've only done like half the puzzles. And then like within like two days, I just rinsed them all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I bought Picross 3. And I'm learning something called Colour Picross, which is a whole new dimension of Picross. And... That's going to be interesting. But, yeah, so yeah, this but... is uh, on the Switch, actually. Yes, yes, it's uh, Jupiter. Uh, they make Picross, and they make Picross very well. And mm. Picross is cool. I only yeah. really discovered it um, a few years ago, maybe two years ago, three years ago. But yeah, it's great. I love Picross. I definitely had some kind of Picross game on mm -hmm. the Game Boy, and I can Probably. never remember whether it was. <laughs> Is it Dr. Mario? Is that the Picross one? No, Dr. Mario's... Unless do there's been Dr. Mario Picross that I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. Why have I got Dr. Mario in my head? I don't know. I don't know. You've been taking pills lately. He's always, he's just always there. <laughs> just pops up every now and again. Just to ruin my recollection of things. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but actual game that I played. Um, not that Picross isn't an actual <laughs> game, but... Um, yeah, I was just... I was just um, looking for it because on like twitter like, like there was like six demos of like point and click adventures uh, mm. released and like prologues and um yeah i was just like oh I, I, i'm gonna play one let me find the one that looks um the shortest and it's <laughs> called uh antenna dilemma from someone okay. called Golosso games and it was originally conceived in a game jam, um, mm. I think maybe last year or something. But yeah, they put out a ch you know chapter one. I, I imagine that they might um, you know have other chapters coming through. But they are a small team, and you know sometimes it, it was a free download. So who knows if they have the revenue to continue this story? But it was it's about half an hour, and mm. you're basically playing as this cuboid human imagine a box boy in 3d um okay and you're basically set on this dystopian um like society where all they do is watch tv and they're not allowed to leave their hometown and oh. there's obviously a big conspiracy cover-up because they have them hooked on tv all day and that's all they mm. want to do um but yeah it's just a really like witty well-made pixel art um black and white point and click adventure that lasts about half an hour um yeah it's i mean i, I just want to play point and click adventures from now till the end of time because 
That's a lie on a phone. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it does that good thing where it's like, you're not, you know, pixel hunting, um, everything makes sense. Um, it's very small in scope, so it's not like it has a thousand screens and you have to look yeah. for hundreds of objects to combine this and that. It's very straightforward, as are most point-and-click adventure games now, because, you know, we all went through, you know, the good old Sierra games and stuff like that where they'd sometimes literally become impossible um, to figure out. So, very streamlined, very easy. Nice. Um, I actually liked it because in most point-and-click adventure games, you're like, I don't know, walking through people's houses rummaging through their drawers mm. and like picking up crap and just stealing from them basically to like you know like um combine yeah <laughs> combine a, i don't know a, a rubber chicken with a um pulley or something like that um so it, it's in this game because it has that kind of dystopian future um mm. they kind of make it where it's like oh, this is ridiculous, but we're going to explain it, because in this weird world, they have rules. It's like, oh, if... if um, Basically, the whole thing is that, you know, this cube, you play as this cube, and his TV's broken, and you have to go fix it. And it's like, oh, I can steal an antenna from a shop, because it adheres to this weird rule in our society, where if you need to get a new TV, you can steal from a shop, or you can steal money out of a cash register, or you can break <laughs> into your neighbor's home, and, and all these different rules, it's like, which all leads back to, oh, I need to get hooked back onto this TV, and yeah. it's like, oh, why? This dystopian thing, but it's really cool how it, like, subverts point-and-click adventure, well, there's really no explanation to why you're doing half the stuff in those games, but it's mm. like, it gives it some context. It's like, okay, I'm allowed to steal all this weird crap from people and yeah. abuse people's homes and everything like that because it, it it adheres to the you know confines of the law in this weird dystopia. But yeah, and it's got some nice little puns in it. There's something about boxeteers. They were like those stupid boxeteers. They want to want to leave the union. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Really? So that made me laugh. Yeah. So. Is, is this um, is it pretty new? Yeah, I think they just put it out. Was it yesterday? Oh, or wow, like okay. that, or the day before? Mm. Yeah, because I was looking through because um, there's quite a few adventure games that are, like there's one called Batbone, which they put out prologue. That's like pixel art and like has this raccoon detective, which looks cool. <laughs> There's so there's some some other game called Luna which has like really really amazing hand and they were just like retweeting each other. It's like yeah, go play this, go play that. We we nice. all put out a demo this and that. But yeah, it's it was free and I was like yeah, ten. That's cool. So it was uh, so it was episode one, right? Yeah, chapter one. God knows oh, when. Chapter, chapter one. Okay. Two so did coming. it uh, did it end it on um, like a relatively kind of like open ending or did it? it yeah, did absolutely. It okay. Yeah, massive cliffhanger. Like of broken age proportions. So. Oh, okay, nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. Oh, this sounds good. What was it? Atlas? No, Aerial diminished. That's a good name. Antenna dilemma. There we go. If the if the chapter two isn't called isn't called what do you say? Antenna diminished. Something like, like Aerial diminished. Yeah, aerial Aerial diminished. I'm going to tweet at them. It's like you've got a good name for your chapter. Two or three? <laughs> They're like, no, Choose sorry, this is the name of my game. We can't change. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they said chapter two is coming soon, but mm. that's a nebulous time frame. Who knows? Very yeah, much. I mean, cool. it's um. <laughs> so um, I know you played Agent A, um, mm. which was a uh, you know like a point and click, um, yeah, sort of spy thriller type game, um, <laughs> and like the first four episodes, I think, came out in quite a quite a reasonable kind of time frame between uh, no, each other. No, there were ages um, between episode each other, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because I was say, episode five still is now, it just says 2019. So... Yeah, they took years. It was years and years and years between And What was frustrating about the first couple ones was that your progress didn't carry over. So it was like you were playing it from the start. It was oh, like, oh, really? That's yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, but, but despite all of that, it's a you know, it's, 
it was a very good like f especially for free like point and click uh, yeah. game so so yeah but those were fun nice nice hopefully mm -hmm. antenna dilemma doesn't have that issue of having um, <laughs> I was you like, know, what do you I'm mean? It's aerial diminished. What are you on about? <laughs> 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 um, that's nice, nice. I, mean, I I haven't played a point and click for ages. I love them, though. So it's good to find one that's kind of you know, like a little bit shorter, but still holds you and has yeah. a good narrative sort of like through line yeah. uh, pushing you through, giving you that kind of context to what you're doing, have really thought about kind of what's going on. Um, what did you play it on? Uh, Steam. Yeah. Okay. Free download on Steam, yeah. Often I, it might be on itch.io, I'm not sure, but it's definitely on Steam. But yeah, often mm. I just go to itch.io and it's like, set it by tags, pixel art, point and click, short, and I'm like, just bring them all to me. <laughs> not in the mood for playing long games, so just give me, you know. I want all the 10 minute point and click games I can get yeah. in the next three hours. <laughs> yeah, just give them to me them into my veins nice so, nice so is that the only thing you've kind of uh, sunk your teeth into really apart yeah from other than mm. pit cross yeah pretty much mm. yeah it's fair i've i've had a similar sort of um you know week i hadn't played much at all mm. uh just because work had been so busy um and with the bank holiday and stuff as well um i've just been having like family time and then trying to get as much work done in the last couple of days as possible mm -hmm. um, i gotta to have tomorrow off as well because my partner told me she was off to edinburgh and i'm like oh Hi. yeah shit okay i've got to have eve for the day you look she told you <laughs> just wakes me up at Didn't half past three like i'm off to get a flight see ya yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, where? Cool. why <laughs> yeah yeah so it's kind of trying oh. to cram in as much as possible i did find a little bit of time today um to play a couple of games um just mm -hmm. a little bit of each and these are two games that i've kind of picked up and put down like mm. continuously or one of them continuously since december um and the other one only for a couple of weeks but both of which um i kind of want to talk about because i um mm. i got review code for both of them nice but because they're the kind of game where i've been like i'll play a little bit now and then put it back down and then come back to it for a few weeks and then pick it up you know i haven't rushed through them to kind of get any kind of review written or anything mm. um and i haven't finished either of them yet but i've been playing kind of against each other uh dangerous driving and uh project warlock so oh, yeah, two, two very different mm. games so mm. uh dangerous driving is um, the next game from Three Fields Entertainment, who did um, Danger Zone, Danger Zone 2, um, they used to work for Criterion Dangerous Burnout Golf. Games, Dangerous yeah. Golf, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one, Project Warlock, is a first person shooter, but blocky pixel art style, um, like um, Doom clone, serious sound type okay. clone. Um, that was, that was, it's, I thought that was like a. Top-down real-time strategy game. <laughs> there's one. Is there not? Is there one serious sound which is a first-person? I'm sure I've played a serious sound which is a first-person shooter. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. I've never played okay. serious sound, but I'm sure that. Sure. Um, one of which, one of the games I'm really really enjoying. One of the games I'm not enjoying as much. Mm. Um. So. Which one do you want to hear about, Lucy? I want to hear Warlock. about Project Warlock, yeah. Project Warlock. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll talk about Dangerous Driving in a bit. So, Project Warlock. That's the game I'm really, really enjoying. Yes. Um, it is... It's a first-person shooter. It's pixel art. It evokes all of the early kind of, like, Doom, Wolfenstein-style mm. games. The soundtrack is... The soundtrack's phenomenal. Yeah. It's like, ripping guitars... And then it will kick into like this cool sort of like synth wave type thing for certain, you know, for one level and then kick back mm. to something else. Works really well. But it's it's one of those where you're uh, just exploring the map, going around um, very kind of like maze, corridor, room based sort of uh, style. You need to collect keys to open doors to progress. You've got a variety of different weapons. Um, I bounced off of it. Mm. through my first playthrough yeah because i think you start out with a couple of weapons and i just wasn't in that 
like mind frame to be like, yeah, this is a yeah. quick, uh, a quick reflex kind of shooter. I need to be like on it. Things are just yeah. in your face really quickly. Um, and suddenly, once I'd got the hang of it, I started to churn through it quite quickly. Um, I can I have no idea what difficulty setting I put it on. Um, but I'm playing through on whatever setting I put it on. There's probably yeah. 25 different difficulty settings for it. But um, I'm finding that there's a little bit of an upgrade sort of system to it. So you can pick up weapons. You've also got a secondary kind of um, spell. So you've got like a mana pool as well for doing certain things. Mm. Uh, and, you know, obviously you collect them as you go through the, the level. Um, what I find really good about it is you can't just run through with one weapon continuously. You could, yeah, but different enemies react to different weapons differently. So uh, I picked up a flamethrower, <laughs> and on that level were a bunch of flamethrower guys. You try and flame them, and it takes absolutely ages to yeah. them, because obviously they're in, like, flame retardant suits because they've got flamethrowers yes. whereas the normal guys that are in there with like crossbows that are just sort of like edging up to you and just sort of fire you know they go down quite easily with the flamethrower um mm. you know different enemies take different shotgun hits versus using like the magical staff that you've got or an energy sort of weapon and things so it does really well in making you kind of change up your tactics almost um, but, Do you have like a weapon wheel, or is it just like you can um, only carry it, so many? It, no, it's bound to the um, number keys. Right. So okay. the first, so number one is melee weapons. Number two is mm. a magic staff. Number three is a, there was two a pistol and a magic staff. Anyway, they they work their way through. So you've got a, a okay. couple of different shotguns, um, like a pump action and a double barrel shotgun. Um, you have an Uzi and then mm. like a Gatling gun, which is a, one that I've just picked up. Uh, and then like a crossbow, you know, loads of different weapons. Yeah. Um, but through the progression system, you pick up, uh, you know, like a skill point uh, when mm. you level up, or you pick up like an ability point on the on the mm. map somewhere. And the more ability points you have, the um, more weapons you can kind of almost specialize. Mm. So um, off the top of my head, um, one of the, uh, the, the the like the Uzi that you've got. Yeah. You could either upgrade it so you have two Uzis, or your you turn it into like an assault rifle almost. Um, which no, it's not quite an assault rifle. It like ricochets bullets. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I went for two Uzis because it's like that, double firepower, that, right? That's always the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you kind of you've got this light progression system to it as well, which is really good. But I've got to a point now where I've leveled up in my strength enough hmm. for melee weapons and melee attacks. Plus, I've got a certain perk, which essentially means that I can just run around with my axe, just hacking things to pieces, which is what I did in the last couple of levels. I haven't even fired a single shot. Mm. Um, hopefully, it gets a bit more difficult, or I change the difficulty setting, I suppose, yeah. um, to not kind of allow me to um, mm. you know, just slash my way through. Yeah, it seems like the kind of game which would pride itself on like difficulty. Yeah, well, very, like yeah, completely. Yeah. I can only imagine that I've, you know, after banging my head against it a little bit, that I have dropped that difficulty down a little. Um, mm. There are, um, so it's like mission-based, so you go into a map, and you make your way through it, and you finish that, and then go into another map, make your way through mm. that, and then yeah. you, you're done. You go back to your, kind of, your workshop, your home base, and then you can start the next mm -hmm. two, okay. kind of, maps. Um, and at the end of each, kind of, chapter... Mm. Uh, of four levels there is like a big boss battle um i've only done i'm on the third set of missions so i've done two boss battles so far mm. uh neither of which i would have been able to do by just slashing them so you know it does bring you back round to um to having to use your weapons yeah uh, the first boss battle i my ass handed to me about three or four times <laughs> and i'm like no i will do yeah. this i know how to do this i'll get it done uh, the um, the second boss I did the first try, so I okay. didn't quite get that same level of difficult mm. kind of scaling as I have done to my like skill progression. Uh, so who knows? Hopefully the third boss will just mm -hmm. eat me instantly. Like, yeah. Oh, all no. right, <laughs> that's fine. I suppose. I'll learn how to play this now. Completely, but it just—it's such a well-made package. Mm. Um, and again, it's from a small team, really small team of developers. Um, 
I think they're called Buckshot Software, Buckshot Games, maybe. Um, but it uh, it actually released on um, on GOG exclusively first. Oh, uh, that's probably why I've, I've heard of the name, but I just yeah didn't know mm. what it was. And it came out last year, and then mm. it released on Steam. So I got in touch with the, um, the 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 developer who put me to his publisher, or the mm. guys that were were releasing it. Um, yeah, Bookshot Software. Oh, yeah. The dev, yeah, and um, and those guys uh, gave me a Steam code because it was nice. basically coming out that week on Steam, mm. um, and I think I played it for maybe like twenty minutes when it, you know it, within that first sort of week. It's oh, only okay. been maybe like now yeah. in the last mm -hmm. like two or three weeks that I've been picking it up a little bit more. That mm -hmm. suddenly I'm in that kind of like mind frame for you know not like a division game, not. Yeah you know the other things that i kind of you know not like uh, dangerous driving and stuff i wanted something that was you know pretty different to kind of what i've been playing mm. just scroll through my level and like oh i really haven't put enough time into this game so i will and yeah it I'm looks, really i'm really happy that i have yeah it looks like the pixel art looks great it looks mm. proper like like doom because quite a few of those games like came out like last year yeah um like I remember, dusk was one. What were the other ones? Um, oh, I don't know. I missed that. Yeah, there were, there were quite a few. That was like, oh, we're going back to like very early like computer graphics. Um, mm. and yeah, having that like first person like Twitch based uh, like fighting demons combat like very red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so many of those came out in the same time. But <laughs> yeah, this one, this this is the first one that I've seen. And it's like. Yeah, this is probably more my my jam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think it, it's one of those that you know you need to be really kind of tight with what you're doing mm. uh, graphically to distinguish enemies from their environments to make them all kind of unique. Um, you know, yeah. you, could you imagine playing like Oberdin with that graphical style as a first-person shooter and having to be kind of like quick to move through and suddenly there's just some black pixels here like moving towards you like oh shit there's something over there like I'd probably over... just it. <laughs> I, I mean that would i know that that would give me a headache yeah uh, but this you know project warlock does it so well yeah um that just just you know when something appears you're like bam yeah i got you bam yeah i got yeah. you like it's it's it, it, it has that really good kind of um <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I'll tell you in a second. No, no, go on. <laughs> I was just having a look at like similar games to like Strafe because I knew quite a few of them came out last year. Oh, no, sorry, like like Dusk. Yeah, Strafe. Mm. So I just went on Google and it was like people also search for like uh, Iron Maiden, uh, Quake, uh... <laughs> and there's also Dots. It's like who's searching for Quake and then like a match-free puzzle game. <laughs> 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 doesn't doesn't say sponsored underneath the term. No, it's just like people search for all, yeah yeah all first person shit dots a puzzle game. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. <laughs> I think Google's algorithm slightly off, there, but you never mm, know. <laughs> maybe that, that does lead me quite well into um, dangerous driving. Uh, talking of puzzle games, mm. Danger Zone, Danger Zone Two were good like driving crash simulator puzzle games dangerous driving is not a puzzle game at all it is just mm. an arcade racer right. uh, obviously using the same engine it mm. does have those same kind of like crash physics uh, but you don't want to crash because you're racing most of the time um, some some of the game modes mm. you're trying to smash your opponents so they crash brilliant mm. But you're not experiencing dangerous driving in the same way that you're experiencing like a game like Danger Zone. And I yeah. think there's a bit of a disconnect between the between the two. Um, it is dangerous driving at its heart is uh, an arcade racer. That's exactly what it is. It feels like uh, not just an arcade racer in style, but an arcade racer. So mm. you pick the class of vehicle you want to play in. You then pick a um, a race that you want to do or a mode mm. that you want yeah. to not a, not a mode basically there's uh, a list of um different races 
And hmm. the first one might just be a standard race. You have to go around this lap three times and be the fastest. Brilliant. Yep. The next one might be um, something called Heat Wave, where um, these games you have a boost. And in Heat Wave, if you continuously use your boost, mm. it will just refill your boost bar and you'll keep going at like a slightly you know, quicker speed than your normal thing. And then you get down to the bottom and it will keep it. And it's called the Heat Wave. So you keep trying to stay on boost as much as possible. Um, and then it'll be a, a, another one like Pursuit or showdown or whatever all of these other sort of different game modes are so very racy not in yeah, a uh, yeah. sexual way but just very racing game ooh, ooh. <laughs> super 80s arcade racing game as well yeah I mean, it does evoke um every need games. for speed subtitle <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's true uh, it does evoke things like outrun mm. or um what was that game like? Um, the Lotus Lamborghini one, whatever that one was on the Genesis. Um, Not familiar. Uh, uh, you know, like those kind of um, mm. those kind of arcade races where it was all pixel art, and you are the car right in the middle, and you kind of like swerve from side to side, and you're trying to miss cars as they're coming towards you, and you're trying to just race and stuff. It really feels like a very updated version, a very mm -hmm. modern version of those kind of games. Which is brilliant, mm -hmm. but I want from this game to be able to uh, just have it a bit more open than it is, and to mm. kind of think, I want to just have a normal race, I just want a normal race, uh, I want to use these cars, I want to do it on this um, track, but I don't have the ability to do that, because mm -hmm. it, it forces you to play through each of those different mode and map combinations as mm. it determines so i'm only about halfway through i've just well i've just unlocked is it supercars i think i've just unlocked supercars or hypercars or whatever they do call they have them. any like like licensed cars like uh no so you start off as like a sedan um okay, so it's just a, a generic <laughs> sedan right? right okay yeah um but no, unlock, yeah, it's a lower budget yeah. game. So you unlock like an advanced sedan, a, uh, <laughs> a tuned sedan. You know, as you kind of uh, play through different modes and stuff. You then get SUV. You then get coupe. I think then it's sports, and then it's like a Formula Three car, maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, but I mean, it's 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 a great accomplishment based on the fact that it's a small team and dangerous or danger zone came out last year at some point sort of absolutely yeah, it, this it? Game out. Yeah. it looks beautiful as well yeah yeah uh, the yeah. lighting effects on it are phenomenal the way that there's kind of puddles on the road and the way the light kind of bounces around and occasionally mm. as i imagine you would do if you're driving at like 150 kilometers an hour <laughs> like motion suddenly you're like stuff. where's yeah motion blur completely <laughs> like where's the turning oh shit there it is okay mm -hmm. Um, super arcade in that you bounce off the sides quite a lot um, it's very forgiving in how it pings you around and things Yeah. but there's enough like jank to it mm. that it's a, it gets a bit frustrating so I was playing a race and I was in first and I, um, I, I got some I basically got some air which you know you can do off a couple of jumps if you boost suddenly mm. you're in the air and you get extra boost for for doing air but i boosted and i jumped up and i landed back on uh on a hill and i start back up this hill and suddenly i hit absolutely mm. nothing <laughs> and the car then just won't go forward it won't start it won't move mm. i'm thinking oh no and one person passed me and then suddenly i could drive again I'm like oh okay mm. that's annoying yeah and there's a few little bits to this which make it slightly frustrating which is why it's been very <laughs> much pick up and put down for me mm. uh, why i haven't just bashed out you know all of these races it hasn't compelled me to be like yes i want to play the next uh, yeah I want to play the next race uh, especially if it's a mode i'm not that keen on i kind of think well i'll come back to it tomorrow or yeah in a few days time that's the thing um Oh, it's made in Unreal Engine 4, so no wonder it looks mm. very pretty. Um, yeah, that's the thing with this studio. It seems like they um, 
I mean, it's just unfortunate because everyone loved the Burnout uh, series. Yeah. And it seems like they are recapturing that magic, but it's just in very, like, um, like separate experiences. Like, if, you know, yes. as you say, like Danger Zone and stuff like that. It's a shame that they don't have the kind of, like, budget and legs to make it all encompassing package. But obviously, mm. the size of the team, you know, having to... You know, make a game, get get revenue from that in order to make another game bigger, little bit yeah. bigger in scope, and just you know, go forward in that direction. Hopefully, one day they'll they'll get the you know the budget to make mm. a full on <laughs> burnout spiritual successor. So completely, I think all of these have been self published so far. Mm. Um, so it would be interesting if they like jump into bed with someone to give them a little bit more to, to to do that but i would imagine that you know through all of these iterations that we're seeing of the of the games you know danger zone 2 improved on danger zone um it took it to a more realistic kind of like environment rather than this um like simulation style so suddenly they had to build uh, you know tracks and worlds and things rather than it being in like a box Mm. Um, obviously Dangerous Driving improves on that because it is a fully realised track so you're going through different environments um, and they've got sort of like desert, mountain, snowy um, they repeat some of the maps at night which of course give it a slightly different kind of feel to it mm -hmm. um, some of them are reversed so they've played around a lot with kind of what they've been able to make in that amount of yeah. time which is really good it, it shows that they, you know, they understand how to produce a game and hopefully not to be able to push people too hard into getting it out on a you know uh, you know a certain sort of time scale and things um, yeah and i hope they continue having that goodwill of being known as the guys who made guys and girls who made you know burnt well not made but participate participate part, heavily yeah, in yeah. the uh, in the burnout series i hope that goodwill isn't going to run out with some people mm. hopefully they can just continue with that because you'd you imagine so, like most people, unless you're gonna have an absolute train wreck, like um, oh gosh, what's the uh, mighty number no. nine geezer? Christ, what is his name? Oh, uh, yeah, mad. yeah. Unless, he, <laughs> but even then, if if he, you know, unless he's going back to Kickstarter, I think if someone said, oh yeah, I'm, he's making another game, I think people would, yeah, have some, still have some of that nostalgia left inside of them <laughs> to be like, okay, cool. But well, I imagine, imagine you know that would be that, that would be diminished after something like Mighty Number. Yeah, I, I don't think um, in the same sort of vein. I don't think Dangerous Driving oh, is no, no. quite the train wreck <laughs> that Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh God, was. no! I'm just saying, um, unless it was something that bad, I think their goodwill could. Yes. Well, yeah, well, very well, much. Carry over for several. But it is it is a you know it is a different game. It's a different. Mm. completely different genre yes it's driving a car but you know i love that like idea that danger zone was a puzzle game and you had to work out the best mm. way to get the maximum amount of points per kind of um per encounter but this is just it's just a racing game which is which yeah. is fine you know i got no problem with racing games mm. um it doesn't quite do you know um quite as much for me um you know a lot of racing games are quite prescribed in this way you know you played something like drive club or gran turismo uh, and they're like here is the race no, this is good racing game. <laughs> i play forza well so they, they very much differ in kind of like their presentation so they're, yeah. they're very much like this is the race that you're going to play now these mm -hmm. are the cars that you can select and um, danger zone kind of flips it and goes this is the car these are now the races that you need to play in order to move through and then unlock the next tier of fast mm -hmm. cars, uh, which is fine. They needed some kind of progression in that. And it, mm. it follows over from the from the Danger Zone games where you just went, I'll play this one now and then I play this one and then I play this one. You know, it, it sort of apes that kind of very well. It does yeah. feel, again, like an arcade game. You play an mm -hmm. arcade game, you roll through the first race, you then move on to the next race. You don't get to choose mm. what you're kind of doing. It is just given to you in a very set sort of order. Yeah. Um, I don't you... know whether... No, carry on. I was going to say, I don't yeah. know whether that was a like a time constraint more than anything. Like, we, we really think that we need to get this out in this time and this is the best way for us to present this and to mm -hmm. put this sort of forward. So, 
Uh, I'm really interested to see what they do next. Yeah. Um, have you, have you been listening to a Spotify account whilst you've been playing it, or your own music? Um, I've actually. No, no, uh, I got it on PS4. I mm. could listen to Spotify. I haven't been, right. but I've been. I've not really played it in big chunks. So right. I've maybe only played one or two races in a session, and then <laughs> gone. Okay, I'm going to go and you know do something else so um so is it notice do you think if you played it for long stretches of time like sparseness of music would yeah there's would, there's no music whilst you're racing mm, um or has it got um, enough cool rum rum sounds to wait uh, you might not notice it might do for some people not mm. definitely not for me um i would if i was going to think there and uh, sit there and think mm -hmm. i'll play for an hour I would want something on yeah. in the in the background, definitely, to, to to play along with. Um, because when I played Forza Horizon Four, I was just listening to classic FM and it was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was like no, do, 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 as I'm like just <laughs> driving through hedges and it's like this is the best thing ever. Because well, I don't know, you could do in game, wasn't people. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, their version of classic FM it is set in the UK, but yeah, it was funny because on the radio like. This old geezer would just be like saying, "Oh, all these youngins in their cars, you know, driving around loud, <laughs> loud music, driving through like hedgerows." It's just, it was, that's a good game. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's like music. It's I wouldn't say it's quite intrinsically involved in like that genre as much as like I don't know, like a Tony Hawk game or something. But I think it. It's just nice to chill out and listen to music, but they have the Spotify thing, so they do. Pretty, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty I can cool. put Spotify on completely. I mean, but you need saying... a Spotify account, and I know nothing about Spotify. Is it free? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but saying that about like um, you know the music being intrinsic to something like Tony Hawk, actually, mm. thinking back to like Burnout Paradise, mm. it's always got music on in the background. Yeah, and people remember those soundtracks yeah. to like Burnout. <laughs> as much as they do to like the Tony Hawk games or not, not me because I can't name one fucking song from any of them mm. but I do remember listening to a lot of Sublime whilst playing Dave Mirror Freestyle BMX because they had what I've got a very short version cool. of it on that game and I'm like I just want to listen to Sublime now anyway that's Those what these good games, games do about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah good game I think that is maybe something that they could like think about or consider for you know for the next title that they yeah need to develop is uh, is actually licensed music. There's a there's a there is a song on the menu screen, um, which you never really hear for long enough <laughs> because you're just getting through the menus to get to the race. So yeah. suddenly it starts, and then when you come back out of it, it starts again. And yeah. when you come back out, of it, it starts again. You're like brilliant. Okay, I've heard the same intro thirty seconds of this yeah. one song. Yeah, like some guys, like I remember playing FIFA and just being tired of that. Like all the intro songs, it's like, oh god, I have to hear this again. It's like some crap music. The only good menu screen music for me is Mafia 3. It's like all along the watchtower. Yeah. And that was like the only time, apart from at the end of that game, you actually heard that song. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's weird. It's like you get the license for a game, but you can't put it on like the radio or something like in the game it's just like mm, all right. can only hear this when you start the game because i just remember i just used to hang on that menu screen for like half an hour just <laughs> to over and over again and rather than just, just right listening the the to the song somewhere just yeah <laughs> yeah i know what you mean though <laughs> it's, it's, there's a couple of when i was playing mafia 3 there's a couple of mm. um like Credence Clearwater Revival songs oh, in there, yes. and as I'm tracking through the radio station, like stop this one, yes, yeah. I must listen to this, and just then just stop the car, listen to it, yeah, and then go again because I was really close to whatever the destination sort of was. I think that's probably one of the best soundtracks in games ever. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Mm. It's up there with like Vice City and San Andreas and like that. Definitely. Maybe, maybe better. I don't know. I'm par. I'm par. Ooh, ooh, I think it's difficult. Got with, some good um, songs in there. It's difficult with open world games because you think of like the Tony Hawk and the 
of Burnout Paradise in that there were, what, 10 or 15 songs which just looped. With the open world games where you're driving around, you have radio stations. Mm. So you can, uh, you know, and what, the radio stations are maybe 30 minutes of content before they then kind of like loop again. Uh, which is probably the same as like the, as Burnout Paradise or as uh, or as one of the, the Tony Hawk games, mm-hmm. with the same amount of time that it then loops back into what it was playing before. Yeah. Um, but at least with the with the open world games, you have some sense of choice. You can pick one of five or ten radio stations and think, I just want to listen to thirty minutes of yeah. this. Um, couldn't just, in some of the Tony Hawks you choose from the menu which song you wanted to listen to? Or am I... Well, I don't know. No, I, I can't remember. remember. Yeah. Fuck, it's been a while. Remember. I can't remember. It's that. been a, it's been like twenty years, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> twenty years since a good Tony Hawk game. I do remember in one of the FIFAs. <laughs> yeah. Probably the last FIFA I had. What was that? Mm-hmm. Fuck knows. But ninety seven. <laughs> was there music in ninety seven? There probably was. Um Mm. Was that the scratch and sniff one with Michael Owen on the front? Oh yeah, that's like. Was that like two thousand four or something? Yeah. Like that? Who knows? Who bl- the late nineties ones and early two thousands, they all blend in together for me. Yeah, they do. I can remember the specific covers, but I can't remember the years. No. I think I stopped buying FIFA like two thousand and three. Like you used to buy it like every year. It was like 2000, mm. was it 2000, 2008, sorry. I think I had a gap between 2003 and 2008, but then I just stopped That's buying That's a big them. gap. Well, I was growing up. <laughs> 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 and um, then I became a little baby again and started playing video games. Started playing Nintendo games. Um, I don't remember which one it was, but um, you could, in, in FIFA, you can turn off the, the music and it, had a head automatica track on i love head automatica mm. so i'm like yep turn off all of these other songs just so every time i bump into the menu section it is just this That's song brilliant. But what i've just described from you know dangerous driving having one song mm. in the menu system that you're constantly forced to listen to is a little bit different when you're able to choose what that song is that you're constantly listening to it's all that choice, I suppose. Again, picking the map you want, picking the um, you know the car that you want. It's all that choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll still play it. I'll finish. Yeah, it. yeah. Like, it sounds like a good enough quality game to pick up now and then when you feel like you want to just crash into people. Completely. And if you've got, uh, you know, it, it takes you thirty seconds to get into a a race. Mm. You're then, um, I suppose, at max racing for maybe six, seven minutes, perhaps. Um, a lot of them are, are, are shorter than that, half that time, three, mm. three and a half minutes. So uh, it is definitely a game that you can just pick up and go, oh, I'll just do this race and just turn off, go and do whatever it was you were doing on the way through. Like, I, I've played, the majority of times I've played it is when Evelyn is going to bed and she wants Kim to put her down. Mm. And the kitchen is directly under uh, Evelyn's bedroom, so I can't do the washing up. I can't do mm-hmm. anything because the, there's no insulation between the floors, and she can hear everything. So I'm like, oh, I just have to vacate this room. I'll play five minutes of this until she's asleep, and then I'll go back and do the jobs I need to do. Uh, mm. So it's really good for fitting in, kind of like around mm. short the bass. Life. Yeah. Um, same with same with Project Warlock. Those those maps take maybe four or five minutes oh, okay. Um, and it nice. saves your progress as well so as soon as you go to the next map you're you know if you come out of it it will put you back there brilliant so check that out. yeah it's mm. these little experiences now that i've churned through like the division two and stuff that's what i want that's what i want that's mm. why i want this now 30 minute aerial dilemma or whatever we said it was <laughs> game antenna dilemma yeah. yeah i'm definitely in that kind of mood like yeah yeah, yeah. After just rinsing Yoshi, <gasps> I've got yeah. Box Boy out tomorrow. <gasps> I'll rinse that. That's all I've been waiting for. Yoshi and Box Boy, just simple Nintendo games. Year done. Don't need anything else. Basically, no. This year's been weird to be honest. Because it's like, oh, it's April, 
quarter of the way through the no third mm. of the way through the year now. It's like, yeah, Resident Two is still <laughs> Resident Evil yeah, Two is still yeah. my favorite game of the year. I said at the start of the year I wouldn't be surprised if that one game of the year for like mm. outlets, and unless, uh, well, not much has been announced for the rest of the year. So, no, but it's a hell of a game. I mean, what have we got? Rage Two. Nothing. Can't be far oh, yeah. away. Oh, we got days um, on. That's definitely going to be game. Oh no, sorry. Um, <laughs> crackdown. Oh no. Um, yeah, it's going to be on my top have, ten. I'm um, sure. The new Wolfenstein game is this year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, screw Resident Evil. That's going to be no Doom. <laughs> Doom. 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 Ooh. Doom's going to be number one. Is it going to be this year though? With it, so do we, do, we expect, do we expect Doom and Wolfenstein to both come out this year? Yeah, because Wolfenstein's coming out in July. I'd imagine that's their big like October game. Give a and good sort of like the, give the good summer period between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, yeah, oh, doing game here. Is it Young Blood? Young, Wolfenstein, yeah, Young Blood. Yeah, yeah, something no. like that. Two Bloods. Yeah, Young Blood. <laughs> two, two Bloods. bloods and a, two Bloods and a Crip. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I can imagine it's maybe a a shorter experience as well. Mm. Um, that it's not going to be kind of like the length. Young, well, it's not going to be the length that like, like Wolfenstein Two was. Yeah, I'd love like a six-hour experience, but yeah. that's never going to happen. But um, I don't know. I mean, I could see how much it is on the store. I don't think it's a full-price game. Mate, if it because I know that it's um, isn't it touted co-op as well? Yeah. So you can play as each sister, like two people yeah. can play as each sister, like. And when I that comes out, if, if it is, if it is a six-hour game, yeah, we are we are doing that. All right, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we can't. Because you're definitely going to get on PlayStation. I'm definitely going to get on Xbox. <laughs> Just get it on PC. Just get it on uh, there we go. the we Microsoft on Store. We'll get it through the fucking Epic Store or whatever it will be exclusive to. No, I don't think Bethesda game. No, I wouldn't imagine so. Maybe it's on Bethesda Net. Yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Let's see how much money it is. Uh, £6.50. It just, it just says play on Xbox, but I don't own it and it's not out yet, so. Yeah, just get it on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. So, we're going to be playing Wolfenstein Youngblood on PlayStation. No, um, actually. I bet it comes out on Switch, and I bet it's crossplay for Xbox. <laughs> and then we're going to play nicely together, me and my zero Switch friends, because yeah, no one can Adel. trade their codes. Me and Adel, 12 years later, when it gets around to buying <laughs> it on Switch. Um, yeah. And then the actual Nazis will have taken over, so. Oh dear. That's a good place to finish <laughs> our lives. Um, so. Lucy, your magic yes. rock beer. How was it at the end? Did it, it, did it was stay good? Really... Was it enjoyable all the way through? Yeah. I mean, we've been recording for an hour, maybe less. Yeah, almost, yeah. Yeah, almost an hour. Yeah, I could have just knocked that back in like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't talking. <laughs> that was, it's really, 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 really good. But it's just a well-balanced IPA. Um, towards drinking it later, didn't get... I, at the... At the very slight, it felt quite dry, but I think I just became accustomed to it, and it, mm. it wasn't too bad, so that's why I was able to, like, you know, spread it out over the hour. But yeah, it's a really, really, really good beer. Like, nice. super good. Like, I don't know why I haven't picked this up again. Maybe because I haven't seen it. Maybe... Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not part of their core range. I wonder when this was bottled. Maybe this is two years old. I'm drinking a two-year-old beer. <laughs> It's a little bit absolutely, absolutely great. Yeah. Yeah. She's got better if age. Yeah, it's um yeah, collaboration with Yakima Chief. Mm. Oops. Yeah, it's really good. Uh it's gotta have dates on there, surely. Yeah, it's best before August this year, so who knows, it but yeah, it's really good. Tell you when though. Uh it's really good. Really good. Really good beer. I mean Majorock makes some amazing beer. And I don't <laughs> I don't know how the quality could get worse. It just won't. Mm. I won't let it. I won't no. let them. Well, that's that's it, isn't it? You, mm. All we can do is try 
the yeah. beers from them in the future and and see kind of what has changed i suppose yeah cuz i um picked, just picked it up in a bar and you know bar prices are usually a little bit more than like yeah. a bigger bottle shop and stuff like that so i was just like i want some good tasting beers value for money i picked up Magirock beer and an arbor beer yeah um and yeah it, it's like if if they could get those in supermarkets for like even cheaper than they do now because their beers are really cheap honey yeah Free like 500 mil happy days i'll mm. be i'll die a happy woman in tesco just just nice. slurping up that vocation love and hate which i've just been drinking religiously re recently <laughs> so good mm. Mm. Ooh, good good mm. um the wylam another half collaboration mm. is there music in your dreams maybe i have no idea mm. um, no having a put the best before dates goes out or oh, it's best before my birthday, so I could buy another one and save it until my birthday to have on that day. Or you could just drink just several buy hundred and drink it instantly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was—I I would have absolutely demolished a second one of these. Absolutely, no mm. doubt. Uh, really good, you know, for all the the reasons that it started off was it stayed the same kind of like throughout yeah. uh, as you did maybe became a little bit more accustomed to it as well so it maybe wasn't quite as um as dry towards the end as it was when it started out yeah but i think i've not drank this for like the last 25 minutes you know i, mm. I smashed this back in about 30 35 <laughs> minutes really yeah. um and i'm kind of gagging for another beer now after that because i am too, super dry <laughs> i'm super dry now oh, yeah, um, yeah I, I i feel satiated but you know there's an arbor in the fridge exactly calling my name yeah completely completely so we're gonna go and drink our other beers not for you lot just for us nah. but yeah. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us and tell us what beers you've been drinking or games you've been playing you can do so in lots of different ways we are at tanked up underscore cast on twitter uh, tanked up cast at gmail.com if you want to email us any long form thoughts or just to get in touch and chat to us maybe you want to come on the podcast let us know um mm. we're taking guests that was gone we don't know when he's coming back forever. Brexit. Yeah. Uh, on instagram <laughs> yeah forever uh, he's definitely not gone forever uh, yeah. even if he's in canada we'll find a way life finds a way I'm trying mm. to find what we are on Instagram. Just tanked up cast on Instagram. Go there. Uh, mm. I've been really reticent y in yeah. my use of untapped. Yes. Where I think we're untapped. And we're tanked up cast, I think, on there as well. But, oh, tanked up podcast on untapped. Mm. But I've been so slow. The last beer I put on there was a Chimera from Drygate Brewing Company, which was at, like, Christmas. Oh, wow. It's been yeah. that long. Okay. Jeez. I'm still on there like a mofo. Oh no, that's not true. March. March. Oh. <laughs> not so long ago. <laughs> um, not quite that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm always on there because um, despite what was said last week, I shouldn't rate beers. I still rate them because I had a very good beer last week. No, this week. <laughs> you see, this Sometimes... is why I have to put them there because yeah, everything more just I have a bad memory. Uh, I know what you like mean. Like, you, you can, like, remember beers like Rain Man, you like a Savant, and I'm just like, mm. <laughs> yeah, like beers that I've drank, and I'm just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I drank <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to Ben. Yeah, that's why. Well, I almost ben. picked up a beer earlier, and I'm like, I think mm. Lucy's had this. I won't pick this up. <laughs> well, there you go. Like, and I, there was um, I never an Abmanson beer as drank. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was the Abmanson beer that Adol had uh, a few episodes mm. ago. I'm like, no, he's had this. I won't pick this up. Uh, I have got an Abmanson in the fridge. I might, oh, so good. I might not yeah. save it for the podcast next week. I might just drink don't, it. I no, just drink it. Don't. No. Just, just devour that whole. Mm. Smash it into your forehead and just. So I'm combine with you. Yes. <laughs> if you want to tell me about Amundsen beers that you drank, I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy on Untapped and everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. You are Juicy Loose 9. Everywhere. Even just in life, just you know, text. Just yeah. Loose nine done. Yeah, the courts are still approving the name. They've got a problem with the nine at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, by deed poll, to literally be <laughs> yes. everywhere. So, have you got any closing thoughts on your beer or on the games this week, Lucy? Uh no, I should by next week have more games to talk about. 
nice, Great. like box boy, and that's probably it. But and yeah, go, gone, obviously. Go... Yeah, sure. I'm going to waste my money on that. Um, <laughs> and just buy, not buy, download. Um, awesome aerial antenna dilemma. Because <laughs> 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 it's it's if you got half an hour free, it's quite the a nice little rock. So. Nice. Free games cool. are good. Even free, games, free games is good. We're spoiled. We are. Always. There's always free games. Mm. Just go to itch.io. There's always free games. Oh, so, for another week, we have been tanked up. Bye-bye. Ciao.